The world is changing, and the impact of these changes can be felt in key sectors of human society. Sectors such as politics, technology, healthcare, and even the climate. These changes have touched the world's smallest and largest economies, and one key result of this is the steady departure from dependence on fossil fuels. For a country like Nigeria, where exportation of crude oil is still the largest contributor to the economy, the need to diversify has never been more urgent. In response to this, the government and individuals in the private sector have intensified efforts to explore other means of generating income. This has led to renewed interest in the economic potential of agricultural products. One of such products with great potential is called Fonio. 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 So what is Fonio? Fonio is one of the most healthiest grains in the world. It turns out that Fonio had been cultivated for more than 5,000 years and is probably the oldest cultivated cereal in Africa. It grows in West Africa on the Sahel region, which is the region just below the Sahara Desert. So um, areas that there's not that much rainfall. There's the white Fonio and there's brown Fonio. I'd say about 95% of the Fonio that's consumed is the white one. I've also actually seen a they call it yellow or golden phonio, which is kind of a see-through, like yellowish phonio, which is very rare, um, which grows in um, a particular part of Plateau State in Nigeria. I've heard there's even a red one as well. In terms of its health benefits, it's packed with iron, so great for people with anemia and blood issues. It's low glycemic, so people with diabetes take a lot of uh, phonio as an alternative. Even in Nigeria now, doctors recommend phonio to some of their patients. And then also it's really high in fiber and gluten-free as well. Fonio can be made into a flour, so which means that all different wheat-based products you can use to make fonio. So we have spaghetti or pasta, biscuits, um, chin-chin cake, croissants, bread, um, even uh, beer. You can make beer with fonio. You can make, uh, I mean, the list, malts, malted drinks. So the list is literally endless. This is Malobi Ogbechi, a Nigerian businessman who says his life's mission is to promote Fonio to the world. After being inspired by teachings from the herbal healer, Dr. Sebi, Malobi discovered the wonders of Fonio and started his business, Malobi's, which is now the UK's number one supplier of Fonio. Here are some insights from his journey into the Fonio business. So when I first started, um, I reached out to people at the NEPC, which is the Nigerian Export Promotion Council. So they help exporters get ready for exports. I reached out to them. I reached out to the Ministry of Agriculture. I reached out to so many people. Um, and eventually, I can't remember where exactly I got a number. Someone gave me a number. He said, try, try this company. Um, and that's how I found my first supplier of the Fonio in uh, Plateau State in Jos, Nigeria. Back then, the price of Fonio was crazy expensive. And I was sending it by air. So the air freight cost alone for 100 kilograms. I, was, I, I don't know whether I had a bad you know, freight forwarder or something, but I was paying about 300 pounds to move 100 kilograms. And then the cost of Fonio, I was paying um, another like maybe 150, 200. So I paid like maybe let's say 500 pounds to move 100 kilograms. And yeah, and, and to be honest, in the beginning, I, I lost money because I was just figuring things out. And then when I get, get it to the UK, 
I didn't confirm how much the person was going to pay me and my prices were too high. So I, I did lose money in the beginning. How I found my first partner is that I would go to their store. They have a retail store and they do distribution as well. I would go to their store, I'd have conversations with them. I'd talk to them about how we can partner together. And it was just by building that relationship. And eventually they told me that, oh, you know, one of their suppliers of Fonio was not doing too well. So I kind of stepped in and promised them that, look, if I can get it in the quality and on time, would you work with me? And they said, yes. So since then, the past, let's say three years, we've been working together. We're focusing on um, UK and the US right now. So those are the two markets we're exporting to. But um, most of the folio in the world is actually consumed in West Africa uh, today, but mostly locally. So I see us you know, in the future also tapping into the African market, um, especially in the bigger cities, because usually folio is eaten in like rural areas. So, you know, capital cities like Accra, um, you know, Freetown, etc., Sierra Leone. And yeah, and also Western countries, I think there's a lot of a push for gluten-free. It's a big trend in the West. So especially the UK is one of the biggest markets for gluten-free, but you have France, Germany. So we can tap into the gluten-free or free from market, which is a big trend right now. The Forex is great. So you can earn in dollars and pounds, which is great, irrespective of what's going on with the local currency, knowing that you, know, you can hedge with the dollar and, and the pound is really, really great. Um, also getting to you know, travel to other countries, um, especially if you're pushing it aggressively, you can go to like trade shows. Right now, we don't have boots on the ground in these foreign countries. We work directly with our partners. So it's about building relationships with people that you can work with in the long term. Also, you can tap into like sort of premium uh, food stores. So like in, in the States, you have places like Whole Foods or uh, Holland and Barrett in the UK. So these are premium higher margin markets that you can tap into, especially when we start making our own retail products, we can tap into that market. Whereas when you're exporting to other countries that are not necessarily Western, um, you're just usually sending it in bulk and the margins are a lot less. So I think for now, the biggest markets would be like the US, the UK, France, um, maybe Germany as well. We wanted to do everything at the beginning, right? But I think now we're focused more on the FMCG final products, product innovation, that kind of thing. Uh, we wanted to do all the way to the farm, um, but it's quite difficult. There's a lot of insecurity issues. So what we do now is we build our own cooperatives and then we also partner with cooperatives in the northern part of Nigeria. So they handle the farming, cultivation, um, and sending the raw material to us and then we process it the first we call it primary processing just cleaning it removing the husk and all that and then we do the secondary processing which is pasta products etc but even now we're trying to go away from the primary processing so we don't want to be the one cleaning it and making the grain and the flour we just want to be doing like pasta cereal you know all this interesting colorful products rather than getting into the kind of beginning of the supply chain so that everyone can eat from it. We don't have to be the ones doing everything, right? So, and also when, when you're not doing everything, um, it's a lot easier to manage your company. You know, you're not calling someone in Joss like, oh, what's going on over there? And that. So you're, we just have our factory in Portaco to Nigeria and we just focus on that and then have partners that do other parts. As the business has grown, um, our competitors have changed. Um, in the beginning, 
you know, we used to compare ourselves to like just a market stall, you know, just selling stuff in a market in London. And then we started looking, okay, are we more of uh, looking into food service, like restaurants, but then we're just focusing more on the FMCG side. So we're going to focus on Fonio for now, but we want to export, um, expand into other healthy foods like um, date sugar, moringa, date syrup, um, and other healthy ingredients, mango butter. So there's other kind of ways that we can tap into, but going beyond just exporting the raw material and adding value. I think first of all, there's layers to it, right? I think not enough Nigerians are tapping into the export market as it is. Um, we do exports, but compared to some of our neighboring countries, we're not doing anywhere near what we're supposed to be doing. I think Nigeria has been a bit over-reliant on oil, uh, oil and gas. Then the second layer is why people are not tapping into Fonio. Uh, and I think it's just people don't really appreciate it. In, in this, let's say in the southern part of Nigeria, um, people don't even know about Fonio. Most people have not heard about Fonio. And then in the northern part of Nigeria, people eat Fonio and they know about it, but it's kind of looked down on. It's kind of seen as like um, a poor people's food. Some, some parts of Africa, they call it hungry rice, which is ironic because it's more expensive in the foreign countries compared to rice, but here we just don't appreciate it as much. So in Nigeria, there needs to be more of a push towards healthy eating, healthy foods, natural foods, which is happening in pockets of Lagos and bigger cities, but uh, as, as a country, it's not, there's not that much of a big push for natural and healthy food. Fonio is so new that a lot of it is done manually. So our Fonio, we, we have um, cooperatives that wash it manually, you know, three times, which, you know, is a lot of labor costs, it takes a lot of time. So if the government can invest or work with us to help create machines that can process the Fonio, wash it, clean it, remove the husk altogether, which exists for other missions, for other kind of grains and stuff, that would honestly help and make Fonio much more competitive to other grains and foods. So there's multiple ways that people can get into the value chain. Um, let's start right at the end where we're playing, which is the value added product. Packaging is a gap in the market, not just for people like myself, a lot of different people getting into the food and FMCG and export space need good quality packaging. So being able to provide that is a, a big, big game changer, especially if you can fit into that SME space. If you can get machines that can provide packaging for SMEs, that's a big, big gap in the market because that's something we need as well. Um, another gap in the market, I would say, is basically where I started, which is buying the finished product, the Fonio, from an exporter or supplier and adding a margin, like essentially you can call it being a broker, adding a margin and then selling it off to someone. So that's the best way to start, especially if you're new to the export game, because a lot of people, what they try and do is they just try and jump into the deep end and you know start farming and start doing the whole thing. But the, what I recommend people do is start from the, the buyer side, the end side, just buy the final product, export it, or, or, or even import it, buy it directly from an exporter, sell it to your local buyer, whatever it is, a supermarket, cafe, whatever it is, add your own margin, even if it's five, 10%, 20%, add it on, just so you can get the feel of the business of the whole importing thing, and then slowly work your way back in, this, in the value chain. Because I've been here for a while, so I have very, very competitive uh, price for the raw grain 
and then you can buy it from us and, and then you know sell it and then eventually you know you can graduate to coming back to nigeria and then processing it yourself exporting it etc etc then i think the biggest the biggest opportunity for fonio is in the mechanization of processing so if you have a larger budget and you can invest in or you can go to somewhere like india or china you can find a machine that you can calibrate to work with fonio and you can build your own equipment you can you know you, you can get your own ip you can start selling that equipment and make money for the rest of your life because the fonio market is only going to get bigger and everyone is looking at exporting the grain or you know everyone's going to be going that's the obvious way to go but if you can set yourself aside and say look I want to be in the mechanization space, whether it's harvesting the fonio, whether it's cleaning the fonio, whether it's removing the husk. There's so many places to play in that. That's for me is the biggest opportunity in, in the fonio business. In terms of margins, I think with fonio you can make about 50 to 30 percent margins depending on who you're selling it to. If you're selling it um, to like a distributor or a wholesaler, you're probably playing with like 30 percent margin. And then when you're selling it to a retailer, it can be 50, sometimes even up to 60, 60% because it's such a new grain. So the price is very volatile. Different people are charging different things. So there's no standardized price yet. It's not balanced yet. So you can actually end up making very, very good margins. One of the great things about Fonio is a, is a shelf life. So a lot of people are doing more perishable goods like yams and stuff, which kind of Maybe a, if there's a delay at the port, you can lose your whole shipment. So Fonio actually has a shelf life is about four years, depending on where you get your supplies from and if the moisture content is quite low. So you don't have to worry about that. And for people that are looking to get into export, I honestly always recommend that they start with something that's non-perishable because you don't want to do the first time and work with yam. I've heard so many horror stories of people trying to do export yam and then there's a delay or the freight forward was bad and they lose the whole shipment and then you know they lose all their money so honestly i would recommend people do stuff that's non-perishable like grains like fonio like uh, cocoa beans uh, shea butter hibiscus flour stuff that doesn't really i wouldn't want to do avocados or plantain or bananas just stay away for now here's a summary of action steps for anyone thinking of going into the business of fonio Research, start small, build relationships, understand the market, create a working business model, create solutions, find your unique space in the value chain. The Fonio business has immense opportunities for earning foreign exchange. This has been proved by different entrepreneurs from Africa, from those building processing solutions to those establishing connections with foreign markets. There is a place for everyone in the value chain. All you have to do is take the first step by reaching out to others who are already in the business of Fonio. This video was brought to you by Doing Soon.